world is filled with, with, with so many different dichotomies, so many pulls on our life, one way and then the other. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's one phone call that just shakes your very being. And yet there are so many joys that are happening around us. And we need to always be grateful for these moments of joy and happiness. It can be with the families. It can be with your church family. It can be singing praise and worship songs. It can be a community coming together and saying thanks to first responders. There's so many joys that we have in life. And yet we get so distracted by the negatives. Shouldn't be a surprise. The media has said the only thing that really sells newspapers and television spots, sponsors, is the negative. That's what draws people in. And we seem to be like, now nah, it's going to a light. They, they we're drawn to all this negative news and it begins just to wear on you. Your attitude, your disposition, the negatives in this world that can be overpowering Sometimes we really have to look, make a conscious effort to look for the positive, to look for something that is really good in other people, in our community. And we're guilty of it. We criticize this or that. Uh, I bet you I'm not the only one in here that criticizes the streets in Quanta, Texas. Just going from my house to the post office. Uh, if, if I was asleep before I started the route, I'd be jarred loose by the time I got there. So we, we nag. But there is so much joy. So much joy to be had. And I have personally found that the greatest joy I experience is with the Lord. You see, when I go to the Lord then it seems like everything else comes together. It's kind of like the little kid that he was, uh, his dad tore up a newspaper because the, the little, little one was bothering dad. So he just tore it up and, uh, like a puzzle and said, go, go put this back together. Give you, you know, he wanted to give the child something to do. And in a very short period of time, the child came back and had all the pieces together. Father was quite impressed. And he said, how did you do this? And he says, on the back side of it was a picture of Jesus. And when Jesus comes together, everything comes together. He is there. Mark, I'm not going to... I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I was so impressed from the very first time that he gave me the news and how he waited patiently for the transplant to take place. It wasn't like a week later or a month later. There was quite a bit of time, but as he was doing dialysis and having those treatments, he never lost his spirit for God. It was never, when I was around him, there was never any moaning and groaning and complaining. He didn't complain about the people in Childress. He didn't complain about anything. He was thankful for his family. He was thankful for the Lord. I might add, he was also thankful for the Red Raiders. 
I don't know that that's biblical, but it's the truth. So he, he had a special joy that was contagious. And while he was in the hospital, he had a transplant. Then the doctors asked him to go down the tall hall and talk to some of the other patients and their family because he had such joy. They wanted him to share the joy. Shouldn't we all be that that way in our life, no matter what is going on, that we need to have that kind of joy. Yeah, we may have some kind of ailment at the time, but we also have so much more going for us. And through the healing of Jesus Christ, it is all possible. It is all possible. Me going to Jeremiah 29, 11, is not an accident. Because from that scripture for years, I have gained strength. When he says, I have plans for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hope. Future. You're having maybe problems at at your job. You need your job, but you have hope for another job. You put your application in somewhere else. There's hope for the future. And He does want us to prosper. And even financially. Some people may say, no, He's not interested in that. But He has no qualms with you being good steward of His blessings and prospering. Then it's up to you as to what you do with it, how you share it. But He has no problem with you prospering financially or with good health or with a good family, or a good community. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be happy. Then it's up to us. Because then, two two sentences later, He gives the answer. You will seek Me, and you will find Me when you seek Me, with your entire heart. When we surrender to Him, we will find Him. Not just casually, but when we seek Him, when we spend time with Him, when we divorce ourselves of television, radios, telephones, and all distractions, and go to Him, we will find Him. I spend a lot of my time, quality time, driving. Turn off the radio. I even turn off my phone, Jim. And I have that time for prayer. I have that time to think about the Lord. I have that time to think about my blessings. My children, my grandchildren, you, my family. Because it's quiet. It's quiet. And it might be for an hour. No, no interruptions, just me and the Lord. And I'm learning. I am learning to go into that prayer room that I talked to you about just last week. The prayer war room. I'm making that a priority for myself and I've started it since I visited with you last week. That prayer... Prayer time is so, so important.
the Lord has asked, He has asked you and me and all followers to come to me. Come to me. That is an action on our part. He knows what you need. He knows what you need. And He's asking you to come to Him. Show your faith by going to the Lord. Show your faith by going to Him in prayer. Go to Him and ask what is on your heart. He already knows. What He's asking you now is to come to Him. We know in the New Testament that Jesus would heal the blind in several places, the lame. He would heal the leper. He would heal those that had demons. But please notice in the healings, such as with the blind. It is in the word that they, the blind heard that Jesus was coming. They wanted to know what the commotion was. And they said, it's Jesus of Nazareth. And they started calling out to Jesus. And Jesus heard them. But they called out to Jesus. And then Jesus asked them, what would you have me do? And they asked for their eyesight. There's more than one way to be blind, folks. We can be blind to the blessings that we have in life. We may be so distracted by the negatives in our life that we are actually blind to the blessings because of the turmoil in our life. And it is put on us to call out to Jesus, give me my eyesight back, Lord. I want to be happy again. I want to live with joy in my heart. And devil, you're not going to steal my joy. Devil, you're not allowed in here. My home, my car, my relationship is with Jesus Christ. And He will save me. He will protect me. So devil, you are out of here. Your place of business, you can do the same thing because those negatives come in on you. Maybe you didn't get this bid or that bid or you didn't get this job. You didn't get, but you start thinking negative and you, you start, where are you, God? And you start getting mad at God. But instead of being mad at God, we need to be praising God. God, thank you. You've got something better in line for me. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be better than anything I can imagine. You will open the door for me. He is there. But so is that devil. And that's a reason it is so important that we spend time with Jesus. Not just with negative news like on the TV set, but positive news, positive music. There are so many positive movies now. I'm, I'm collecting quite a few of them. And each one of them is an inspiration because so many of them are based on true stories of individuals that were overcomers. In today's time. Today's time. Yes, it happened 
It happened here. Jesus was called to, to, to get rid of the demons, and He did. Heal the blind, the lame. He did. But He's still doing it today. He's still doing it today. He is overcoming today where there is broken relationships. He is coming back in when we seek Him with our whole heart. He comes back into those relationships. It was once good. 15, 20 years ago, we had a great marriage and then gradually we pulled apart. Jesus Christ can heal. He can mend those relationships. I have not talked to my son in 15 years. Christ can heal those relationships. My son and my daughter won't talk to each other. He can heal those relationships. He's in the healing business, folks. He's in the healing business. But you and I need to be in the asking business. Seek Him. Seek Him with your whole heart. Seek Him. And you will find Him. Do not give up. Do not give up. Do not quit. Be persistent. Mark's prayer wasn't answered the first time he, got, he uh, lifted it up. But he stayed persistent. And I could go around this room and I could mention many of you that have been an inspiration to me because you are not quitters. I can't continue on without thinking of Joanne Clausen and how cheerful she was yesterday when I talked to her. She had such joy in her voice. You'd have thought she was at a birthday party. And she says, I'm so thankful that I have a Christian roommate they have over there in Health South. She's thinking of the positive. She could have been thinking about so many other things. Oh, woe is me. But not Joanne. How about you? How about me? We all get down. We have pity parties. But the source of our joy is not, is not our spouse. The source of our joy is is not our job. The source of our joy is not our children. As precious as y'all are, the joy is from Jesus Christ. He's the source. He's the source of our joy, our happiness. I have seen... Many of families sitting by the deathbed of loved ones and they have joy in their heart because they know their loved one's going to go be with the Lord. And sometimes those, Lord, those loved ones had those visions. I've seen it even with the loved ones had a smile on their face. It was something they were looking forward to to being with their loved ones. There is joy in our Lord and our Savior. For when we have that joy with Him, everything else comes together. When we put Jesus back in our hearts, when we put the face of Jesus back together, because it may be shattered in your life at this time, 
you may have a shattered vision of Jesus Christ. And when it comes back together, you will have a joy that is richer than a million dollars in a banking account. You will have the joy that only he can give you. Only him. Healing, healing happens every day, every day. We hear a few of the, not only healings, but the miracles as we worship. Multiply that times billions of people around the world that are going to Jesus Christ. And their faith is so strong, not even death is going to destroy it. We live very comfortably. Compare us to the rest of the world and we're all wealthy materialistically. Others are not so fortunate, but they're rich. Because they know Jesus Christ. And that is the great comforter of all. Jesus Christ. I don't know what's on your heart today. I don't know. And it's actually none of my business. But what I want to say is that, that problem you're having that's in your heart, that disagreement you had with somebody you love, that those those relationships that somehow or another over the time got shattered in a way you never thought would be. Bring it to Jesus Christ. Surrender it to Him. The health issues. Bring it to Him. Have your time. Have your prayer time. Be a prayer warrior. Praying for any and everything. Don't forget the joys. Please don't forget the joys. Take it all to Him. For they are all from Him. His gift to you. The courage to take a next step forward even when you've been knocked down. He will give you the courage. When you've had a setback, He will lift you up so that you will be stronger, so that you will be more mature in your decisions in the future, so that the next day is a brighter day than the one right behind you because you learn from your mistakes. Today is a good day. Today is an awesome day. But with Jesus Christ, tomorrow's going to be better and the next day is going to be better. And the next day's going to be better. I'm looking at Sonny, and she's got a smile on her face. She's had victory over cancer. You don't think there's a hallelujah in her voice? We know Jesus lives. He lives. Thank you, Sonny. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we are blessed. We're blessed beyond the, my ability to express it. Each one of us 
have stories. Stories of trials, tribulation, and then the victory. Because the victory comes from you. How awesome is our God. How awesome is our God. Be with each one of us today, Lord. Each one of us. I ask for a special peace in everyone's heart so that whatever is on their heart, they can feel your presence and know all is well. There's some things we just can never fix. But what we can do is go to you and receive that peace. Go with us now, Lord, that we will be a witness for you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.